the Analana's podcast. Wendy and Alana's podcast. Get little red, get little red. Woo! Hello and welcome to Wendy and Alana's totally excellent Get Literary podcast. This is series one, season one, episode three of our vaguely romance novel, two person, three person today. Yay! Book club. <laughs> My name is Alana and I am one of your hosts today. Today we're discussing The Flame and the Arrow by Imig Kanaday, and we have a special guest, Marilyn, who happens to be Wendy's mom, who is visiting her <laughs> in Little Rock. Hi, Marilyn. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, how are you? Good. Uh, how, how are you both? Um, they, earlier today, went to the Walmart Museum, and... Mm-hmm. And that was the most important part of our <laughs> <laughs> We went to Crystal Bridges, which is a really nice art museum in um, Bentonville, Arkansas. Yeah, that's what... And also the Walmart Museum. And also the Walmart Museum. But yeah, and I hear it's a really good art museum. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful art there. Mm -hmm. I had no idea. I've never been to Arkansas, um, but it sounds great. (laughs) Sorry. I live in Indiana, so I can't... I I mean, it sounds very exciting to me at this moment. Mm-hmm. So, let's get started. So, first of all, um, I guess as part of the introduction, so you wanted to invite your mom on the podcast, one, because she was visiting, and two, because she actually started you reading romance novels. So, (laughs) how did that happen, Wendy and Marilyn? (laughs) Yeah, my sister and I both um, used to sneak into my mom's bedroom. She thought we waited till we were 25 to start reading. No, we were reading them at like 12. (laughs) My mom has a big shoe. It's like a (laughs) it's a Tupperware tub of romance novels that she reads. It's under my bed. Now we're more honest about it. We're like, hey, do you have any books you could borrow? But we used to hide it. No wonder where they snuck off to. I could not find them. <laughs> <laughs> my books every it all comes while. clear. I feel like this <laughs> This is like that part yeah. of like Jerry Springer where we've made like the big reveal that you've been stealing her romance <laughs> novels for years. Uh, it really is your baby. <laughs> Uh, the guest star is that tub of Regency <laughs> romance novels. Uh, so do you? Yeah. So do you guys still? Katie and yeah, my sister Katie and I and Mom all read about the same type of romance novels. So you? Fe- I get to select. Them. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Obviously>. <laughs> they, they read my types of novels. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. So, so you get so you get to be kind of be the tastemaker of what type of romance novels everyone reads. But mm-hmm. do you guys ever read the same one like you did this this uh, book club or at the same time or just not at the same time? Mm-hmm. We brought we do have a lot of overlap. Um. And we talk about it a lot. You know the one where the one on the boat? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Is that the one about a duke that's scarred? Oh, no. That's like like the other one. I like to read anthologies because they're quicker and they go faster. So to the point. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a lot faster probably. 
Do you like to read more of the Dukes? I know that Wendy's really into reading all the Duke. I do love the Dukes. (laughs) All of the Dukes. I think I go by author more than the title um, or alphabetically. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. Uh, I've I've read uh, Julia Quinn and I've read all about the Bridgertons, all their family. And I used to read about the... Oh, there's always a twin in some books. Oh, yeah, I love the twin <laughs> yeah. stories. And Mary Below all read all her books. So it's kind of like you read an anthology and then you like one of their books and you go to look for that author. Yeah. It's the purpose of it, isn't it? Yeah, it's just marketing. <laughs> I do have an autographed copy, though. <gasps> oh! <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, the author came to Seaside one time. <laughs> That's great. So don't steal that. <laughs> Katie stole it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, Katie. Katie's the one that steals. It. Yeah, we're just gonna blame it on Katie. Lost. Yeah, forever. Oh no. Forever. <laughs> She's our scapegoat. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. That middle child, you know, yeah. gets into trouble. <laughs> uh, all right. So I guess we're mm-hmm. gonna switch and talk a little bit about other books that we're reading. So I guess Wendy, do you want to start and talk about other books that you're reading besides this one? Yeah, sure. Um, I'm reading um, the Others series um, by Ann Bishop. Um, the first one is called Written in Red, and I'm on the second one. I read the third one, then the first one, then the second one, and I kind of want to read the third one again. And it's like, it's um, it's not really romance. It's more like urban fantasy with like a little bit of romance, like they don't get together. Um, but it's like the whole, the whole theory is like, you know, what if, what if vampires and werewolves and all those other super beings like existed, um, from the beginning and they're like on the top of the food chain. And and so they kind of control the, the human cities and make sure that they don't get out of like out of whack. And it's kind of about like, you know, like human, the fallibility of man and greediness and pettiness. And then also, also it has like these really cute moments where the, the, um, the main character, um, has to deal with these like super beings. She lives in a town of the others and she has to deal with like crow shapeshifters and wolf shapeshifters and coyote shapeshifters. And they all take on the characteristics of those. So like the crows like to steal her pens and like the the wolves like really like a dog bed like oh. <laughs> she she introduced them to dog beds and they were like why did you buy me something for dogs that's so insulting and then they sat on and they were like oh wait <laughs> this is wonderful this is amazing <laughs> and it's one of those books where you just like you're like I'm like super excited about it and I just like don't know any other person that is reading it or wants to read it no. and, like. You know, like, yeah, we can talk about current events, but (laughs) I'm reading this book. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Um, I am reading, what am I reading? Um, I'm reading The Case of Comrade Tulayev. It's about the, it's about, like, the Soviet purges, so it's not a romance novel at all. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> you don't say. Yeah, no, not really. That's the other. And I'm reading a book called An American Sickness, which is about the healthcare system. Um, and I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not done with it. And then all this healthcare stuff happened, and I feel like I don't. Like, I feel like it's one of those books that I wish I'd read before. Like, I feel like this is the <laughs> test of, like, this, reading this book, and I, I feel like I'm behind by not having read it all the way. Yeah. <laughs> Marilyn, what are you reading? Oh, gosh. Let's see. I finished a book on the plane, but I can't remember what it was. <laughs> um, I got one from Kindle that was, they called it historical uh, humorous book. But my mind is gone out of my mind. Is it a, from the same cloth? Is that the book yeah. you were talking about? No. Oh, oh, yes, it was from the same cloth. Oh, that's right. Wendy remembers. <laughs> it was it was a, about a, a guy who um, who was a fop. So I think that's a word. And and he wore these fancy clothes. And he got the same material as a girl. Um, and they all thought he was you know, a fop and not really serious. Till of course he is at the end. He cuts his hair. <laughs> fops are never fops at the end. Yeah, right. so who wants, was, who wants was, a date a fop? Yeah, really? Fop transformation yeah. all the way. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested in reading more of her books that they call humorous. Yeah. That would be nice. So. <laughs> okay. Other than that, I bought some books to take home, a couple anthologies and Mary Higgins Clark mystery. I like her. So. Yeah, Mary Higgins Clark is good. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Oh, shout out. Um, Wendy, do you want to shout out um, podcast? Um, yeah, so in between um, last podcast and this podcast, I was a guest host on a podcast. What? Yeah, so cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> my friend... Um, made a podcast called All Out of Ideas, and um, it's about um, comparing the original movie with a reboot or a remake, so, like, we talked about, um, we talked about Ghostbusters 1984 and Ghostbusters 2014, um, and uh, it was pretty fun. They're, they're a fun group, and I enjoyed it a lot. So, if you want to go listen to that podcast, you can go to their website, um, which I'm pretty sure is alloutofideaspodcast.com. And if that's not it, I will put it in. <laughs> just <laughs> Google it, writing. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just Google yeah. it. What are you doing? <laughs> you can figure it out. Yeah, you don't yeah. need to transcribe my words exactly, right? Like, <laughs> um, I thought I'd, I realized I have a friend who has a podcast, um, and her name is Heather. I think her last name right now is Burnt, Heather Burnt, and she runs an early childhood education podcast called Cause and Effect, and I will give the link to um, Wendy, and Wendy will put it up, I think. <laughs> Neither of us have Neither of us have any links whatsoever, even though we both have <laughs> Go find a podcast. Yeah. Just go watch any, listen to a podcast. I have an excuse, because I'm a <laughs> librarian, so like you should learn how to find things on your own. Like, that's how I feel about it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is you teaching us yeah, how to research. It's, it's, yeah, fish. I'm give, teaching you how to fish here. Um, mm-hmm. All right, which brings us to the most important part, which what are you guys drinking? Oh, yeah. 
Um, well, we were kind of pressed for time, and also, I hated this book, so (laughs) (laughs) I was, like, trying to think of something that I could make, and I was, like, should I just add something gross to it? (laughs) (laughs) Which is how I feel when I read this book. (laughs) So I was, like, thinking, like, I don't know, champagne with olive juice in it or something. It'd be gross. But anyway, um, we just, we just made mimosas. With a dash of olive juice. And, <laughs> I mean, not olive juice, orange okay, juice. Okay, I was like, because that would be kind of gross, which is kind of what you were going That would for. be gross. <laughs> just waft it over the top, you know, <laughs> just for taste. And then it's lukewarm, just like my feelings of <laughs> the person that I like the most of this book. <laughs> I don't want to kill her. So I'm going to call it Runa. Because that's the person that I don't necessarily want to kill. Nice. Yet. She's not on the top of my list. Not on the top of the list. I, I, I am sorry, guys. This was my pick, and I hated this book, too. I just couldn't even (laughs) imagine it. But so I made a drink that's called Elf Hate. Um, (laughs) And it is, hang on, let me bring back up my my, uh, recipe for it. It is, okay, the most important part of this drink is is a entirely melted Dunkin' Donuts iced coffee. That was the, the beginning part. <laughs> Three quarters of a cup um, Dunkin' Donut iced coffee ice melted into it. All right, so that was my base here. Then I added in a tablespoon coffee liqueur. And then, um, like, a half a tablespoon aniseed liquor, because I kind of wanted it to taste kind of interesting. So it tastes kind of licorice and then a sh- <laughs> and then a shot of Indiana Indiana whiskey, which is the local distillery um, that I wanted to use the stuff for in this one. So it's kind of like it's like licoricey coffee. Um, it's all right. That sounds disgusting. It's good. It works out. Chocolate licorice. <laughs> it's also chocolate. No, right? it's coffee liquor. Sorry, coffee liquor. Oh. No, chocolate liquor. Like licorice would be real gross, but yeah, it's a uh, it's coffee it's coffee licorice-y. Um It's it's pretty good. I, um, but it's also like mostly lukewarm. Like my feelings for this book as well. <laughs> that sounds like that drink sounds as gross as how I feel most of the time when reading this book. <laughs> All right, okay, which brings us to the main event, which is which is discussing the book The Flame and the Error by a main candidate. Yeah. Alana, tell us why you chose this book. I selected this book, I, I selected this book um, because there's another podcast called Vaginal Fantasy, and they had done it previously, and I wanted to read it um, because it had been selected, and I hadn't actually, like, watched the podcast for that, and then I, 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 I found out later... That that like in their in their five year anniversary podcast they labeled this the worst book they ever read. <laughs> <laughs> like in five years of book club, and I was like, at that moment, I'm like, shoot, like I couldn't. This, I, it was yeah. We already talked about you said you told me that like a week and a half in while I was halfway through the book, <laughs> and I was like. <laughs> but also you picked it and you didn't even know why it was on your kindle i did i did it was on my kindle already because i had bought it already and i'm like we should just read it because it's already on my kindle by the way lesson learned you know for everyone listening out there the lesson is don't read something just because it's on your kindle and i now realize <laughs> that it was on my kindle because it was free it was free at the time 
So I just so I just like put it on my Kindle. So I paid no money for it. Um, yeah, that that should have given you a feeling of foreboding already. <laughs> it did me. I clicked on it when it was free, and I was like, oh, uh, oh, <laughs> self published. I know. I can't. You guys should feel ahead of the curve. It took them five years to figure this out. You guys just took three, three podcasts. Three podcasts to realize this was like the worst. All right. Um, so just so that people, in, in case you want to read this book, spoilers ahead because this is a book club and we're going to discuss the book, obviously. Um, but it takes, yeah. it, it, it revolves around a, um, a like, uh, a main character. I can't remember her name at this moment. But she, Annika. Annika, who who ends up, she's visiting like her uncle in Bulgaria, and she falls. She like gets trapped on this into the, in this elf world where everyone thinks she looks vaguely familiar. It's because her like great grandmother is also like a a river fairy type thing. Sam Odiva. Yeah, thank you. And um and then so then she goes back to their palace, and there's like a whole lot of drama involving someone's birthday party. And then they go out. They go out on this this sort of voyage, and then in the end, like she falls through back to her world, and then gets stuck back over there. So that's like the whole of the book. So it's I, I picked it because it was like I thought it would be like musicians, and she's supposed to be kind of like a rock star, but she's also an yeah. Elf. That was a big fake out. Yeah, there was no rock starness at all. Like no, like she never plays her instrument. At all, or in any way, just once, just once, um, to get a guy. Anyway, uh, and it kind of like meanders in a lot of different. I think like the biggest problem with this book is probably that it's like four hundred pages. Yeah, it's really freaking long. I mean, also, yeah. Mom and I um, were prepared for this because on the way back of our three and a half hour drive. Mom read it out loud, <laughs> and we talked about it. So we're super researched. Oh, you're right super now. researched. Yeah, super researched. I think that's a librarian term. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's definitely a term for sure. Um, so with that, so I guess like where to start? So I guess we can start with the characters in general. The main character is Annika, and then she's she's. Um, and her, the main love interest is this guy who is an elf dude. And a man baby. And a man baby. Um, <laughs> Named Talvi. Talvi. And who has a parent. 299 going on 13. 299 going on 13. Um, who, like, some of his lines in this are just, like, impossibly, like, they're just, like, deal breakers. Every time. Like, he says something about her, like, hot cunnycomb at one point. <laughs> and that was uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. And that saying that they never explain about the bees going to the oh, yeah. flowers and, you know. I want to lick your bees knees. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds gross. Uh, Everything about him sounds everything gross. Everything about it. It just, like, it didn't make any sense. He seemed like there was, like, everything he did was, like, either, like, mean to her or, like, not redeeming in any way, right? And I think... He was awfully angsty. He was incredibly angsty. 
the whole book. So, okay. So I don't really know. Talby is like, there's no, there's no good thing about him. There's nothing good. And, and also like mom and I talked about how we weren't sure how old he was. Cause he acted really young. Like he acted like a surly 13 year old. And he, like, even, like, his, the descriptions of his home, like, he lives with his parents. <laughs> he, has, he has, like, all these, like, posters on the wall, and he collects stuff. It was, like, I loved how they went through all the, the siblings, and they were, like, you know, oh, Finn reads, and he knows a lot of languages. Um, Anthea plays music. She has all these instruments. And the Talby just... <laughs> I don't know. He just like <laughs> he just like had electronics, and he was kind of butthurt about living in fairy world, even though he didn't he didn't live in. Why couldn't he live in Earth? Like he should just go live in Earth. Like just stop being so pissy about it. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't really decide like what he was actually good at. Um. In, in general. The answer is nothing. The answer is nothing. <laughs> I kept on hoping that um, that Annika and Finn would get together. Because they kept on, like, alluding no. to the fact that, like, Finn was, like, jealous. Um, no, he wasn't jealous. She actually, like, actively came onto him and he rebuffed her. No, that's the druid. No, she did that okay. to him, too. She's kind of, she's kind of loose. Yeah. She's kind of. <laughs> she did that to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she's not any better than Talvi. No, I think that was part of it. In some ways, it sort of, like, made sense that they were together. Because, like, yeah. both of them were so horrendous to everyone around them. Mm-hmm. Like, Annika as well is, like, not, was also yeah. not that. Um, I was into the druid guy. He seemed pretty cool. He was a little overpowered. Yeah. Like, he seemed to have more and more powers just all the time that would just come out. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I I saw him coming, and I was like, oh, God, a triangle. <laughs> like, do we really have to do this? Can he, like, get together with somebody else? Because love triangles are so boring. And they always make everybody look like an asshole. It's just like, you know, like, just either date one or the other. Stop. Stop. Flirting with both of them. See, I lo- I like a good triangle, right? Like that at least adds some like some some conflict to the story. Because I wasn't sure what the conflict really was in this story. It seemed like she was kind of trying to go back to her land, but not really actively. <laughs> <laughs> and we were we were like going after these like kind of vampire guys, but like we didn't really but not know really why, actively um, or that no. much. Um, she, yeah, she had absolutely no drive. I thought it was so funny that she, she broke up with her fiance because he didn't take her music seriously and then took a vacation and (laughs) dinked around in Eastern Europe (laughs) for like a month. Like where, where was this quote unquote dedication to your music? You left your entire band. Like, shouldn't you be doing stuff with your music? But no, she wrote in her little journal, and that's how she yeah. was part of it. And then, she, and then she was, like, sucked into this other portal and then not really concerned about it either. Yeah. Like, <laughs> she's like, oh, I forgot I was trying to get back to the earth. <laughs> yeah, she just, like, she, she doesn't seem that concerned about it at all. 
Um, no. Or, like, she seems like, like, okay, so she has pretty much no marketable skills for, like, a quest. But they're like, you should no. go because you got stuck on this other side of this portal. And she's like, sure. Like, <laughs> I don't even think she has, like, fire building experience. Like, what would she do? She didn't seem to She do doesn't anything. know how to ride a horse. Yeah, she doesn't know how to ride a horse. I mean, she seems like the opposite person you'd want to send on a quest, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, and then in the end, she doesn't help anyway. No, she doesn't. Like, you were supposed to come on this quest. Yeah. To, like, hang out. No, but apparently Maybe. she was supposed to, like, you know, get married to Talvi during it. Apparently that was what was supposed to happen. It's not clear to me. Gross. I think... My whole feeling about their relationship was, like, you know when you're in a friend group and there's these two friends that you don't necessarily like who are, like, circling each other and kind of want to go out? And you're just, like, having fun. And you're just you're just doing your thing and you're hanging out with the people you like to hang out. And then these people are doing this, like, weird, like, passive-aggressive dance. And every once in a while you look over them and you're like, ah, oh, you're still doing that? Ah. Oh. I'm going to go back to these friends. Oh, God, you're still doing that? <laughs> That's how I felt about them. Every time they started doing some weird, like, conflict that wasn't a conflict. Because <clears throat> they didn't talk to each other. I think I think the cardinal sin of this novel was the fact that on the first, like, time that they, Talvi and Annika really get together, like, they fade to black. we talked about that yeah yeah doesn't that drive you nuts a little like 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 they've been building to this like scene and that's like part of the the trope of romance novels is you build to like this like when they when they get together for the first time and it's always like this amazing like molding of it's like very symbolic in the romance novel right yeah and it usually goes over two chapters like it's usually like (laughs) it's not just one chapter it's two chapters devoted to the first time they get together yeah so it was like they started and they got interrupted then they started and they got interrupted and then they did it and then it's like wait a minute (laughs) she cut out a chapter there And then they actually did it. And yeah. then we had like a whole scene yeah, where they did have sex. That. That's what we found. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's just like, it like made me really uncomfortable because these people seem so immature. They seem like high schoolers. And I don't necessarily want to see high schoolers get together. Yeah. <laughs> and so I like every, like everybody was so immature. I kind of started thinking of this book as a YA novel. And then he's, they like almost have sex and it's like pretty graphic and I'm like oh my god okay like we we can do this like okay this is who we are now we're gonna be graphic that's fine and then and then they actually have sex and then there's nothing and I was like okay so we're not (laughs) we're not gonna do that and then they have sex again and there is a scene and then we're like I just can't yeah like decide what it is I can't win with you (laughs) so it's like completely gratuitous, like handcuffing scene. That was weird. Yeah, yeah. Like it would be like vaguely like it was it was crossing a lot of genres because the fade to black was very like Tamora Pierce, right? Like, oh my god, now they're gonna have sex. But I'm writing a YA book and I can't show that. Mm-hmm. So, but then like yeah, then there's like this S and M plot that's like hee hee hee. 
no, I'm gonna call, I'm gonna like handcuff you, and then he's like, no, you're not, and then is like all angry and bitchy about it, and then yeah, yeah, which is also not hot. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. it was like so confusing. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, we were reading, we were reading the, um, synopsis and it said it was a new adult book. Have you heard that? I have heard that the term name before. of that genre. Have you heard that before? Not a lot. Okay. What is it? It's a big, it's a deal. It's a deal in librarians. New adult are books deal. that are about, that are written kind of like YA books, but with graphic sex in them. Um, that are meant for people who really liked reading YA novels, but did aren't necessarily ready to kind of graduate to like, like romance novels or something. (laughs) (laughs) And they usually revolve around people who are in this kind of like this point in life where they're not necessarily financially independent, like kind of like new, like, um, like girls a little bit in, in, in kind of it's. Yeah. In kind of the demographic. So it's like a growing genre. But but usually it's gross. But usually those don't involve elves. So um <laughs> like usually it's 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 kind of like sex in the city type of stuff. So um it's like a genre of book. So that kind of makes sense a little bit. Um cuz I agree that they seemed much younger than they were. Yeah. And every time every time Talby did something I was like but you're 300. You're like almost 300 years old. Haven't you learned anything in those 300 years? <laughs> yeah. I and, love you. I hate you. I love you. I hate you. <laughs> and then his sister would do something that's like really passive aggressive and immature. And then I would be like, but you're 300. <laughs> you haven't learned that like that kind of stuff doesn't work. <laughs> like, or, like, yeah, she has this thing early on where she's just, like, she's decided to no longer be a tomboy. Um, mm-hmm. And she, like, starts wearing these dresses. And it, the whole thing seemed like something that, like, a three-year-old, 100-year-old would have, like, figured out by now, right? Like, yeah. yeah. Like, you think you at least know how to, like, dress, you know, in, in, in like, clothing, like, dresses or anything, even if you didn't do it. Do you think that they're 15 in human years? Like, they really are just teens, being 300-year-old teens. I, maybe. I have a question for you. If you were 300, yeah. what thing would you learn how to do, like, like in the, your 300 years alive? Three, also, here's, the, here's what I hate about vampire novels and, and other things like that where people are really old. You just don't really think about how old that is. Because you can fit in so much stuff yeah. when you're... 300 years like you could be I mean you could really be like a expert on a lot of things yeah everything yeah or you could just do nothing for 300 years which is pretty much what Dalby did yeah he just (laughs) (laughs) took care of the horses yeah and stole mp3 players (laughs) put like posters of rock stars on his on his room Yeah. yeah he visited the real world and didn't bring any curiosity of how does that work you know, I have a battery. Oh, that'll work. I'll just steal more batteries. <laughs> yeah. They didn't even figure it out. I mean, None of it me. only takes like four years to get a degree in engineering, right? Like, yeah. he could have spent four years and gotten like a mechanical engineering degree, right? Like, 
Yeah. I mean, and if you failed out of a class, just take it again. You have <laughs> 300 more you years. 300 more years to figure it out, right? <laughs> like, you have so much time to, like, figure out. I think if I had, was alive for 300 years, I think I would learn how to knit. Because, like, whenever I start it, <laughs> I'm always like, I never have time for that. I can never figure this out. If I was alive for 300 years, I would learn how to knit. And Is that the only thing you would do? <laughs> <laughs> would it take you 300 years, Alana? <laughs> you don't know. You don't know. It's really hard. I guess maybe maybe I'd also, like, play the piano or something. I, I guess I'm a Talvi. What can I say? Like. What would you do? What would you do if you were alive for like 300 years? I think 300 years would just be boring. Mm. It would be boring. You know, that the family he lives with, the people he sees oh for my God. 300 years. They live in the same house yeah. for 300 years. 300 years? 300 years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or more. Like how long do you think that his parent? how old do you think his parents are? I know, right? Like... Because you don't even know. You don't. You really don't know. I mean, they've got to be like six hundred or something. <laughs> All the TV shows you could watch. You could watch so many TV shows. Like, the whole yeah. Yeah. Or like, I mean, you could learn so many things. You could go back to school and do all this kind of stuff. I would probably. I don't know. I, I'm sure I would get better at something. <laughs> like, he doesn't have anything. Like, Talby, like, Finn is good at, like, he reads a lot of books. And he's good at languages. And then, um, and then Anthea, like, plays all these instruments. And then Talby just, like, steals electronics. <laughs> And lines his walls with mementos. <laughs> yeah. Such a child. Finds all the girls. Yeah. <laughs> he has one night stands. That's a lot of one night stands that you can fit in. 300 <laughs> years. 300 years. Also, what was like the sex politics going on in this book? It was really confusing. Because you think that if they were like, if they are like over 100 years old and they can sleep around. You would think that they would be okay with people sleeping around, but they weren't. Like, they, they thought that, like, Talvi was a, a little man whore. Just, like, they kept on talking about it. And then the they were worried about his sister. She's doing it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're immortal, it's a long time to be married. Like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are we having that argument again? <laughs> Every day for 300 years? No. Bring that up? <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I mean, like, yeah, people were pretty judgy about, you know, the fact that um, his sister wanted to, like, hang out with a vampire. Though I thought, mm-hmm. I really did think that she that he was, she was going to be under some form of spell at some point. Because she was so nope. weird about things. She was so weird. Who was your least favorite character? Um, man. Man. It's hard to choose, isn't it? It really is hard to choose. I think it was probably, like, the the skank, the skank character who comes and, like, tries to make out with Talvi at the bar. Oh. She seemed yeah. irredeemable. But he, like, he put his arm around yeah. her. Like, who does that? He was like, I was trying to get rid of her. Right. Yeah, you can get rid of her by putting your arm around your neck. What? 
Yeah. It's ridiculous. Um, I also did not, I did not like, um, any of her, like, her, um, the Saldavis. Um. Samudivas? Samudivas, yeah. They were not my favorite. Um, my, my, probably my favorite character, no, who is your least favorite character? Tell you. Yuri. Was, well, either Yuri or Talvi. Because Talvi is really bad. Like, I feel like, I feel like the more you spend with a character, the more that you have a right to call them awful. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and you really don't spend a lot of time with the Samajiva. That's true. But, like, Talvi has, like, so many times to, to, like, be any kind of person other than selfish. And yet he is completely selfish and whiny and, like, no good all the time. So probably Dalby. What about you, Mom? Well, yeah, the lead character is supposed to be sympathetic, aren't you? Supposed to feel for him. (laughs) Dalby. We didn't really like him. I think the vampires, you know, that just whole idea. We had to have vampires. Yeah. (laughs) It's, like, too much here. I like the fairies, so the fairy dust and the happiness and the... And they clean stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, shoot, I should I should build some houses by my house. Yeah, that's what Tabby did. He built those little houses. That's the only thing he was good for, <laughs> building doll houses. He would be a dollhouse builder in the U.S. Um, He'd sell them at those Sunday markets. And- <laughs> on Etsy, yeah, he's totally on Etsy. On the road. Yeah. Oh, there he is. Yeah, <laughs> and he doesn't have a car because yeah. he doesn't have money. <laughs> but yeah, I can see. That. I think we also have to talk about the fact that this book is badly edited, and you can tell by the fact that oh, one of the one of the um, the vampires' name is Vaj, like like Vaj, like. <laughs> <laughs> And there is, like, one point where, like, I laughed at, because it, it, there's one point where, like, he accosts her, Manica or whatever, and then she's, like, she could still feel the, the scent of, of Vaj on her, the scent of Vaj still on her, and I was like, oh, God! <laughs> this is so... I didn't un- even think of that. This is so unintentionally hilarious right now. <laughs> Yeah, and while we were rereading it, they had the same quote like two pages later. Yeah, it was like um, it was the part where he said schedule. Oh. So Finn said schedule, and then she said like I could listen to his velvety voice for if he read a phone book. <laughs> oh. yeah. and then and then guess what? Talvi said schedule, uh. and then what did she say? I could oh, listen to his voice <laughs> for hours, and even if he read a phone book. Like, that's the exact same phrase that you used twice. Yeah. Yeah, and there were typos in this book, which, like, I don't usually notice typos, but there were a couple, like, in which I'm like, that's not how you spell that word. <laughs> I didn't notice that, but we did talk about um, how some page, some chapters were two pages long. Yeah! Like, there was, you never could tell, like, because I, I read this book and I'd be like, okay, I have to get through, like, Fifteen <laughs> percent before, I, and that's honestly. I know that like this. It, I'm ashamed to say this is not the worst book I have ever read. Um, I don't know. That's so funny. <laughs> what have you re- What have you read that's worse than this? I think I told you about it. It was like a romance novel that um, 
in which it was like a cat planet of cat people and like they kidnapped <laughs> these human people and then like there's a romance between the cat people and the human people and it was just very <laughs> bad it's very bad that sounds excellent um i'm trying to find it on my goodreads right now it was just so bad oh like the whole can time. you think of a worse book that you've read mom no because <laughs> the ones that are bad you just toss aside and you read a couple <laughs> chapters and you go nah i don't get it or you read to the back and you find out what happens and you skip those 36 chapters that she had, <laughs> had to read through to get to me. Gotta slug through this, gotta keep reading. Yeah. That's what I was thinking about. I was thinking about what my the worst book that I've ever read was. And also, you know, I quit <laughs> if it's bad. But I was like, it must it must be like a, a book club book that was the worst book I ever read, but yeah, because then you have incentive to read it. I found the book. It's called Hunter's Claim. Uh, <laughs> that does sound awful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did read some. There's a Jacqueline Frank book that's called, I don't know. It's something about space, kind of like that, and they were just awful. <laughs> but I think maybe, I think maybe the worst book I've ever read is probably like Fifty Shades, because mm. it's just like... <laughs> Yeah, because <laughs> that I had an incentive to read more than just a chapter, and it just made me feel feel so frustrated and bored and uncomfortable all at the same time. Yeah, but I want to congratulate all of us because there was a study that came out that like there's cognitive benefit to reading books that you don't agree with. Oh, yeah. so good job, us. We're, hey, hey, we're smarter now. Yeah, we're smarter now because we read something that was terrible. <laughs> but I agree with you. I thought the next book should be Finn. And we looked up volume two, and it's just more of Anika and yeah, Talby. Just... Yeah. It's like the worst people of that group. I know. <laughs> I hear, I hear um, that the books get better. And I think they get better edited. But why would you even bother if it's Who Anika said that? and Talby? Felicia Day. Felicia Day said so. Oh. Um, but she is not Well, if it. you're going to the second book. I'm not going to read the second book. Oh, no. <laughs> the second book sounds like it's not even in the fairyland. Oh. No. It sounds like it's in, yeah. he, it's in Earth. It's oh. their world and his adjustment to the real world. Oh. Which makes sense because she, the author, like, had a hard time describing fairy stuff. Like, she spent, like, ten pages on, like, just Talby's room of all the like um, normal human stuff that he has, but then he, she put on a dress, and I was like, "Oh, it's a dress." <laughs> like, like, what is your culture in fairyland? Like, there's no explanation whatsoever. Yeah, I mean, some of the world building would be good at times, like, but it was not like deep enough to really like support it like you like there was like odd it was odd what they'd focus on like yeah. i mean for a good example is the troll thing like oh, oh my god like, i skipped all of the troll <laughs> like the troll every part of yeah it. it just like seemed really unnecessary i'm like this doesn't move along anything this is like a cute like you thought of a cute little vignette that your characters could have like at this troll yeah. house but like i didn't really think the troll was really that important to get on to your fight right no. It's not, it, didn't it didn't help. It, it was just, just a delay. Yeah. We um so we went through this book 
Did we start at the beginning? No, probably not. <laughs> we were <laughs> we flipped through a lot of boring parts, and we were at fifty six by the time we got here. Fifty six percent. Fifty six percent. And they were just starting on their journey. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it's funny that we like skipped all these boring parts, and they could be finished in like two hours. Or well, that was the thing about it. Awful. Yeah, like it was all unnecessary. Like you could just eliminate probably a hundred pages of this book at least, maybe two hundred. You wouldn't even notice the difference. Yeah. If they didn't have the if they didn't have the dance, they, you know, you wouldn't know. If there was no trolls, you wouldn't notice. No. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, anyway, thanks for sticking through it. The whole way. <laughs> yeah. It seems like everyone finished the book. Mom's such a trooper. <laughs> <laughs> really I that told her to read this book. Uh, I'm so sorry. I already started this book and it was like, I knew it was bad. And I was like, Mom, you should read this book so we can talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I ha- and she did. After I, t- I saw that, I'm like, oh man, should we switch books? Because I knew you could do it. But I'm like, no. What if we don't want to like mess up? And then, like, yeah, that's, that's pretty. Anyway, it was really bad. Like, it was solid mm-hmm. one-star book. Um, solid. solid. <laughs> Which is, like, it makes you question Goodreads. Because Goodreads has, like, a 3.74 on it or something. Really? Like, who, yeah, who is who is rating this book? Yeah. My theory is that it's, it's much like what we talked about. If you don't finish a book, you don't rate it. So people that don't finish it don't rate it badly. So all, all the people oh, that liked it oh, rated it highly, yeah. and so that's why there's Goodreads star inflation. Maybe. I, I agree that once a book hits over 400, it usually gets higher ratings because people won't stick it out for that book. Yeah. 400 what? Like 400 pages. Four. Reviews. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> oh. That too. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what you meant. Uh, <laughs> yeah, apparently not. Um, yeah, so... It's anthologies. The answer is anthologies. The answer is anthologies. <laughs> Short and sweet. Short and sweet. Okay. So, I'm going to move us on, unless anyone has any parting thoughts. Oh, um, or, or lessons, I guess. What is the main lesson of this book to people? Like, what's the moral? Uh... That's, that's a hard question. I, I know. He didn't change. <laughs> she didn't change. She got pregnant. Oh, here's a lesson. <laughs> Birth control. <laughs> figure, once you move into a different world, figure out the birth control of that world. Yeah. So otherwise, you're going to be pregnant with an elven baby. Yeah. What the hell? Just say no to <laughs> elves, you know? <laughs> <laughs> And that's funny. So, all right, Wendy's rant. Wendy's rant today is uh, is about women hating women, right? Women hating women. Why can't we all just get along, right? Yeah. Which is clear in this book, too, right? Like, women just, like, tripping all over other women, right? Yeah. And there, there's so much women as competition for absolutely no reason. Like, the reason why that character that... that you hated existed was basically so so that she could hate her yeah you know um zevin or whatever her name is yeah yeah the other like fairy elf person but i mean it has to do with the bechdel test right because like 
the reason why the Bechtel test is so hard is because even when women are just hanging out with other women, they're talking about guys and they're talking about competition. And you just don't like, you don't see a lot of like friendships going on. You don't see a lot of like non-competition going on. Yeah. And also you You need, you need bad women to make your good women look good. Right. Yeah, that's true. Because there's nothing good about Annika. (laughs) 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 There really wasn't. (laughs) But like, yeah, I I always like feel a little bit sorry for the for the women that have to just be competition. And they're so they're like completely flat characters that they show up. They want to hang out with the um the bad guy, I mean, the, the protagonist, they want to hook up with him for whatever reason. And then they're evil for that reason. And then they do like weird things, like be passive aggressive to the other person. And it's just, it's awful. Like, why can't we just get along? Yeah. Like, why can't you have two like female characters that are both like super attractive that just are bros and like in the story, like, (laughs) you know, like, I mean, mm-hmm. you'd be surprised because in romance novels, it seems like there's a lot of room for that because then you can have spinoffs, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, and there is there is some. Like, there's there's some where a group of girls, like, each girl has a has a book, you know. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, like, they all went to the same boarding school yeah. or finishing school. And mm-hmm. They were all wallflowers, and then they all get a chance to mm-hmm. change that. And the books that I like, yeah, the books that I like, they're all like a family and they help each other, like figure out their love interest, you know, like they always show up at the the guy's house and like, you should marry her. She loves you. (laughs) (laughs) You know, they're like, I'm going to do it. (laughs) I love that. People helping people. Like, why do we have to, why do we have to make competition? I think also there's a big trope in these books where like, if, two women are attracted to the same man and like one of them ends up like ending up with them like we can't imagine that those two women would still be friends like yeah we have a lot of trouble imagining that as a society like that Mm -hmm. even though like constantly we have these like these these three-way triangles with dudes in which two guys like have a have a hard-on for the same lady and they still end up friends, right? <laughs> Usually they're friends because of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, that's not I didn't problem. like you before. Yeah. But now that you like that one girl, I totally <laughs> love you. It's like uh, in, um, uh, what is it? Like, um, The Hunger Games. Gabe and, uh, what's his face? Um, Gabe? Uh, the, the two main... You mean Hale? Yeah, yeah. Gale. And Peta. Peta. Yeah, they seem to get along all right. Like, there's not a whole lot of, like, anger and resentment between the two of them, right? There's a little. There's a little, that's true. All right, bad example. But (laughs) people, yeah, like, well, yeah, I feel like women are often, like, really terrible to other women um, unnecessarily in a lot of these books. And this this book is a good example of that, right? Where, for some reason, um, like, like, um... Talvi's sister is just, like, really terrible to everyone, and we know it's sort of because, like, you know, she doesn't believe that he can be better or something, and 
like has this weird like jealousy problem, but and the, but we have to have this like turnabout where she where like she apologizes to Annika, right? Which was like the most awkward yeah. scene. <laughs> that was super awkward. Yeah, like I was like, it didn't make any sense. There's no reason why she would turn around now. Yeah, and apologize. Like, <laughs> like if we spent like two thirds of the book, her being a passive aggressive little jerk. <laughs> like you would think that she would continue to be a passive aggressive little jerk. Yeah, it just or like yeah. Go ahead. Or like the three, um, the three other women. Yeah, they were like Annika, Annika. Oh no, Annika would hate you. You know, it's like yeah. they were even competing, competing. You know, <laughs> just mean girls. Yeah, the whole mean girls thing. Especially because, like, some of those people are 300 years old. Like, it's not like they're going <laughs> to change. Like, it's not like they're suddenly going to have a sudden realization. Like, you've been like that for years. Maybe you're just, yeah. maybe you're just a, not a nice person, right? Like, you're just not going to be nice, right? You're not going to have this realization. No. Then, Definitely not. Or you may have... Alana, this is... This is one of your one of your things. Like this is you're passionate about this. I am. The why can't women be friends? Why well why can't women be friends in books? Like I think that's something that the um the Kate Daniels series does a good job with in like badass women can be friends. Oh yeah. Like, I like the Kate yeah, Daniels series. Exactly. Like there's like as soon as like some of those women got on the scene originally I was like, fuck. Like there's no way those women can be friends. But then like they were totally <laughs> friends and I was like, Yay! Because, I don't know, like, one of my favorite types, like, my subgenre of, like, TV shows that I watch are TV shows about friendship. Like, I watch My Little Pony and <laughs> um, Scandal to a certain level and um, uh, Grace and Frankie, right, which are all shows. Oh, yeah, that's about friendship. That, that are all about friendship, and I find friendship a lot more interesting. Um, so I want to see more of it. So I, yeah, I was going to mention your love for My Little Pony. Yeah. That's that's what I think of. This is really a lot. Right <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's good. Uh, it's good. Well, the best part about <laughs> it's good to My Little Pony is like they're all different women characters or female characters mm-hmm. that all have different skill sets and, and are different personalities and they still manage to be friends, right? Like, and they work together. And they work together for a common goal. Because friendship is magic in that universe. So you need like lots of friendship in order to get things done. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, and th- because of that, like My Little Pony, like you know, pass every single episode passes the Bechdel test. Because um, <laughs> like you know, the ponies are always talking about things that are not related to a dude. Um, Mm-hmm. And, and about, like, becoming better friends and stuff. I'm totally a big fan of this in general. Yeah. <laughs> Friendship is important. Friendship is important. We just don't talk about it that much. Yeah. Let's all be friends. Let's all be friends. Let's all be friends. <laughs> <laughs> You're my friend. I'm your friend. Oh, guys. <laughs> uh, I'm the love of this is- podcast right now. that's great all right i think i think we're done ranting for now unless you have any parting parting ranting thoughts for us no just be friends just just don't don't compete what's wrong with that yeah cut that out there's plenty and plenty of narrative for everyone
plenty of <laughs> jerky, elfish guys. Yeah, there are plenty in this world. You don't need to fight over this one. Yeah. Tally's not so special. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you can find him anywhere. <laughs> All right. So, I think I'm going to kind of conclude this podcast. So, thank you everyone who is still listening to the podcast at this point. <laughs> and um, uh, next podcast, we are going to be discussing um, the gentleman. Oh, the Iron Duke. Are we talking about... I thought we were going to do the Iron Duke. Are we going to do the Iron Duke? Okay, we'll do the Iron Duke. Um, <laughs> sorry. Either one. We're going to do one or the other. We'll surprise you. We'll tell you on the thing. <laughs> but, um, and we're going to be doing an IRL podcast, um, hopefully... Um, we're going to be in the same place. Uh, so wait and see Wendy and Alana are in the sa- same place for the first time. Second time in like <laughs> in like 10 years, basically, <laughs> like that we've been in the same location because uh, we're going to mm-hmm. hang out in Nashville. Um, It'll be a go ahead. special IRL recording in Nashville, Tennessee. Come join us. Yeah, yeah. We'll just we'll just create like a little <laughs> festival, you know, <laughs> of people who read one or both of those books, whatever we decide. Read them both quickly. <laughs> read them both quickly. Um, anyway, so if you want more information, I suggest that you check out Wendy's blog, which is um, the URL Gwen Wendy Gwen Wendy dot com. Um, from G W E N Wendy dot com. For more updates about what Wendy's reading, um, as well as recipes for our drinks and, um, and other <laughs> general updates. So, all right. So, it's been great discussing this, both of you, Wendy and Marilyn. Marilyn, thanks for... That's been great. Yeah, thanks for coming along. Thanks for being on our podcast. (laughs) Not a problem. It was fun. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Thanks, Mom, for being my guest. Guest (laughs) Thanks for reading that book. I learned something about myself. Alana says I'm a good person because I got through. <laughs> uh, all right. Thanks, everyone. Vienna Lana's podcast. Wendy and Lana's podcast. Get little red, get little red. Woo.